Edition 356. The unmistakable sound of brand new Etherwood music. This is climbing from the In Stillness album that is dropping on the 2nd of March. Big shout to Woody who is currently kitting out a van to live in and to go on touring. More about that later. And uh, Woody is also assembling a live band with uh, with Steve Pycroft on drums um, and also doing the MD duties. Now, we have a very, very special podcast today. I am joined in the studio by, well, a man who's been with us on the journey from almost the very, very beginning. Dynamite MC, Dominic Smith, thank you, thank you for being here and, and, and joining us, mister. Thank you for the invitation, thanks, uh, it's a pleasure, an honour. Now, it's, uh, I feel like I should have got you in a podcast before, but we've actually got a really good reason for you being here, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to that later, um, so I'll hold you in suspense for a little bit. Suffice to say that Dominic, as well as being kind of known for being the very, very top MC in the drum and bass genre, is also a man of many other skills, and we'll find out what they are later on. Climbing is out right now as an instant grat from the album. The album comes out on the 2nd of March. The album's called In Stillness. 
I'm going to really go in hard on that on the next podcast. On Function Records, this is Digital. The Om Unit remix of Space Funk. give massive shout out to everyone who has engaged themselves in the pre-sale of tickets to hospitality on the beach the uh, the lines are completely roadblocked it's an event that I cannot wait to do Dom are you, are you, are you coming to the beach Absolutely. Yeah. Wicked. It's confirmed. I'll be there on the Thursday. How many, it off. how many sets are you going to do? Uh, about nine. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got to do four. <laughs> do, do you know what would be really funny? Well, it might be awful, but if, if you if you if you brought your records and you, you DJ and I MC'd for you, I'm up for that. That would work on a boat or something, wouldn't I, it? I think the people are ready for that too. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming fully loaded. By, by Monday, they'll be ready for everything already. <laughs> so, um, obviously, Don, you're, you're, um, you are probably one of the most well-travelled people in the entire music business. Um, is there anywhere that you haven't been to that that, that you're going to go to or that you'd love to go to? It's funny you should mention that. Uh, I'm going to India this weekend. I'm performing in India. Really? Seriously? Yeah, 100%, 1000%. I've never been. I've always wanted to go, personally, because uh, it's just a fascinating country, the food, the culture. And now I get to go and spread music and, you know, take some photos at the same time. Do so, tour. so who are you going with? I'm, I perform with Crafty Cuts because I also Wicked. do breaks and, you know, uh, 140 tempo material, although he does play some drum bass in the set, which is always great. Shout out to Martin. Yeah, absolutely. It's a big festival. VH1, uh, Major Lazer, nice. Sean Paul, Dylan Francis. Nice. Um, so, you know, EDME kind of lineup because they need that kind of... Those kind of acts are more attractive too. But you're going to bring the injection of reality. I'm bringing the reality. Yes, yes. yes. I'm bringing the we grime. We love that. We love the that. Grime. <laughs> Wicked. I mean, I've only ever done one tourette. Tourette. Of India. Like Two gigs. You know. How, how was it? Yeah, it was wicked. I pl- yeah. played uh, Mumbai and uh, New Delhi. Uh, just you have to leave all your preconceptions at home. Yeah. You know, from the minute you get off the plane. It's like it's completely different. That's why I mean I've been to Sri Lanka and, and I think it'll be like Sri Lanka times a thousand. Yeah. So I'm kind of almost I don't know. I'm, I'm just gonna have a open mind perspective and see what happens. And I had I had some of the best and worst food that I've ever had. <laughs> in my it really it was the whole spectrum. The extremities of Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. But it's wicked, loads. you know. And I, I was lucky because I got there a couple of days before the first gig. And the promoter said, do you want to see the tourist stuff or do you want to just shadow me on my day-to-day business? So I said, I want to shadow you. So I was like, I was basically like doing what he does. So we got on a commuter train. 
you get a chance to get on a train, do it. They're unbelievable. They're twice as wide as our trains. And they don't actually stop at the stations. They just slow down a bit. <laughs> so you have to get off and get on while it's still moving. Uh, I wish we did that over here. Make rush hour much more oh exciting. My, it would be so... Yeah, I can imagine that at Hearn Hill. <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning. Now, over on med school, it's really, really the the man who has been with us for the whole journey in med school. Um, originally from St. Petersburg, now lives in Moscow. Obviously, I'm talking about Bob. He's a professor of music in Moscow. He's kind of done almost everything that anyone's ever done in music in a very, very different way from anyone else. He's got a series of EPs coming out this year and they're called Untitled Patterns. And each track is, if you like, a study in the fusion of minimal techno with drum and bass. None of the tracks actually have a name. So from the first EP, this is called Untitled Pattern... 52. amazing series and don't let the fact that the tracks don't have titles make you think that they are all the same because they're all entirely different from one another they're absolutely amazing each tune is a journey and they play out beautifully as well so part one of the untitled patterns ep series by bop is out right now on med school Wait, sorry to interrupt. You're not interrupting. <laughs> You're here to talk. <laughs> um, is there a reason why he doesn't give them titles? Is there a philosophy behind that? Do you, do you ask him? 
I think I think in his mind for this series, it's it's so that there's no kind of focus other than on the music itself. So in in a world where we're bombarded with white noise and everything's all about image, it's all about kind of um, you know trying to stand above the white noise. He's taken the opposite approach and he's like, no, this is a series of studies. Wow. Almost like musical etude. Right. Pure, super, super pure. Yeah. It's like in the way that, and he's not being pretentious about it at all, but like in the way that like in the classical music days, Bach would, he would just do study in G or study in D minor or whatever. But this is like, this is kind of Bach really working in the musical space. And to his credit, not caring about the image of the music at all. It's all about the music itself. Cool. Very, very cool. And I love that. I love someone when, I, I love it when someone's pure about a concept and they really follow it through. You know, it's, it's, that engages me. Moscow to Alaska. Although Alaska aren't from Alaska, obviously. But hey. On Arctic music, this is called Venera. The unmistakable paradox touch. Oh, the drums. Listen, so good. being on the journey thank you for appreciating thank you for enabling us 
to be doing this for 356 episodes. It is a genuine honour. Dominic, a lot of people who are listening to the podcast, a lot of people who, who know hospital and hospitality will will know you from our events, from emceeing with many of our artists who are, are lucky enough to work with you, myself included, um, fronting the London Electricity Big Band. Um, yeah. But you've got Good a history. Stuff. Good stuff. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Been around. <laughs> you, you got you got a massive, massive history. Obviously, um, I mean, you've lived in Germany, Ireland, Brazil, Gloucester, Bristol, and London. Uh, yep. Anywhere else? Uh, Blackpool, Hampshire, Tidworth. There, I think there is some more. My father was military, so growing up I had to move around. That's hence the, uh, the Germany and, and the island, Northern Ireland, you know, in the time of the conflict. Yeah, say. yeah, yeah. So. Do you, do you think that kind of prepared you for the for the life of being a, a touring MC in some way? It didn't. It didn't hurt. You know, I, I, I was always used to movement and traveling and changing houses and changing schools. So, uh, and I continued that into my adult and professional life of, of, of moving around. I've, 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 I'm, a, I'm a mover. <laughs> I was going to say mover and groover, but that's and a shaker. <laughs> exactly. Definitely a shaker. <laughs> So, I mean, I've got I've got your kind of CV here, but I'll, I'll just kind of rip through it. I mean, you, you've had releases on Strong, Central Station, Talking Loud, Wordplay, Full Cycle, Ram, V Recordings, Scenario, South Rackers Crew, Shogun, D-Style, Bingo Beats, Pootie Club. What's Pootie Club? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> i got no idea. I've never heard of Pootie Club. No, right. <laughs> Are you saying booty or pootie? No, pootie. Make, is it might have been a reggae thing. I, I do some reggae things okay. sometimes. That sounds a bit. No Ma- disrespect to Booty Club. Thank you for putting up Maybe it is a typo. Song. Maybe it was Booty Club, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. I've, it's, it's it's great to hear you say that because I've never looked at all the releases and, and uh, Universal as well. That was that yeah. Was the, the talking loud represents there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Mercury Prize winning, of course, with Represent and New Forms. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Let's, uh, b- before we before we get down to business, let's just keep chatting a little bit. Um, 
So obviously, uh, you spent three years hosting your brilliant show on Kiss FM. Yep, that's right. I had two shows. My own show, and I did the chart show on Sundays. That's Fresh, right. Fresh 40. That was hey, amazing. Hey. I remember that. <laughs> it was cool because I got to interview loads of people. Puff Daddy, Lady Gaga, Shaggy. Um, who else? Red Man. People are really wow. cool. Jar Rule. Wicked. Really like top 40. People that you don't normally get to yeah. uh, converse with. So that, that was that was interesting for me. And did they, did they kind of come across as you expected that they would? Some of them were weird. Some some of them were really cool. Shaggy was was the by far the coolest person I ever interviewed. Really, I felt like I'd known him for for years. I normally interview people about between fifteen and fifteen and twenty minutes. That was that was the yeah. the slot. Yeah, but we we chatted for about an hour. That's lovely. Yeah, it was just just super cool guy. That's nice, man. So uh, nice when that happens. And radio, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean. You're as, you're the biggest celebrity that I've probably ever had on on the podcast, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so uh, well, that's very very kind of you. Well, it's true. So. It's true. But um, yeah, often often I, I imagine that a lot of it goes to people's heads. You know, like worldwide success and things. Sure, but um, I mean, unless you're very uh, discreet, the ego is normally straight away. Yeah, it, it hits you straight away. So. With some of the artists, the ego was was prevalent, was in the room, and you know that's that's it, it's their path, it's their journey they have to take. I can't, it's, I don't need to knock anybody for it's that. It's very interesting though, isn't it? This whole the whole thing about being an artist and how you you deal or don't deal with your ego mm. because it's crucial. And I was like, I had an artist in vocalist in the studio last week, um, and uh, and it was really really interesting because I. I can't say who, who it is at the moment, but I, I, I had this this guy in the studio and we were trying, lo- I was getting him to try loads of different things that he doesn't normally try. Now, some vocalists respond quite badly to that <laughs> because they feel it's it's you're kind of cr- criticising them sure. by asking them to do something they don't normally do, to step outside of their comfort zone. This particular chap, he was wicked. He went on the journey. Great. And, uh, and it got us talking about egos and I said, this is great because... You haven't brought your ego into the studio. And you employ your ego where it's most needed, which is on stage. Now, that's a really, a really important, I think a really important ability to have. It's something that you've got. Well, you need that. You need that confidence and that bravado. I guess it comes under the umbrella of ego when I'm on stage. You have to have it on stage. But yeah, because you can't yeah. just be a wallflower because that's not yeah. entertaining. So, yeah. But um, yeah, in the studio, you have to be open-minded because you never know. You might end up making something. You know, if you're working with a good producer, he will know how to take you in directions that you're not comfortable going, or that you haven't been in. Or yeah, yeah, he, yeah, will, yeah. he will hear where you're where you're lacking, or or your strength and your weaknesses, and that's fine. You have to. I mean, in the beginning, sometimes I, I wanted to do everything myself. It's just you, you want to feel like you're able. Um, but as you gain more experience, you do more stuff. Absolutely. A good producer will will take you there. There's no place for ego in the studio. You know? And there are there are quite a few artists who can't do that, and who, like as you say, they bring their their ego and sometimes an entourage to support their ego. Yeah, with yeah. them. I mean, that's the, the, these are failings on a human level. I think maybe if they were just mechanics, they still might have an ego about being a good mechanic. I think it, it really comes down to to the human in you, the person you are, really. I don't think the music can be used as an excuse as an ego or success just because yes. you've had a hit yes. won't turn you into a, a bad person. I think you have to have that at your core 
and you know you can work on that. These are all failings. We all make mistakes. You know, but you yeah. can work on that. Yeah. Very, 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 very true. I guess, I guess, I suppose in, in our industry, it's just more visible, isn't it? Yeah. You know, because people are <laughs> under the under the spotlight. Yeah. And uh, th- you know, there's egos not only from artists to fans, let's say, but you know, the artist to artist egos is is even worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, they've had a big hit, and now suddenly they're they're cordoning off a third of the festival, you know, for their dressing room. And it, it's interesting to to see when it happens. It is, and I. Dynamite and I have, we've been in this industry long enough to have seen drum and bass go through some quite interesting sort of like changes of course and, you know, different kind of ups and downs, peaks and troughs. And that has involved certain individuals whose egos have got out of control at times. But the most important thing about drum and bass is the scene itself has held together. Yeah. And it's got a very, very strong core. And, you know, the odd individual might might spiral off into kind of the ego stratosphere for a while, but they usually come down again. Because they realise that actually it, there's no oxygen up there. <laughs> it, it makes it all more interesting. I mean, this is, you know, this is happening in hip-hop and rock and roll. And like I said, we're going down to human issues here. Yeah. But I think DMB scene deserves that kind of scope. We need our rock stars and we need our, our, our vegan our vegan producers as yeah, well. Yeah, we do. We, we absolutely do. No, it's very, very true. We need people who are highly yeah. visible, sure. who actually believe in the music as well. You know, those, for want of a better word, those icons, yeah. they're all good for the scene. You know, they're, they're all good for spreading the word of drum and bass and the, jungle music. The flag is being flown regardless. Absolutely. And the reach is being reached and extended. So we're talking on quite a kind of like quite a personal, quite a spiritual level, almost a philosophical level. Smooth. And that that's one of the things that I absolutely love about you is that is that you again, you're prepared to look quite deeply into the human condition. And uh, amongst some of the many things that you do aside from MC, you are an author. You're a published author. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your book? I guess you could say that. Yeah, um, I've I've written a book for what I like to call young minds. Because I think the word children sometimes is, uh, can be demeaning, and I don't mean that. It's not. To be a child is to be a child, but I yeah. prefer young minds. So I've written a book on philosophy for young minds. Um, and it's something that I wanted to do. Something that I guess was just inside of me, and an idea and a concept that grew and I thought okay let's do it you know let's write it let's print it let's let's get it out let's share it let's leave it behind in the world in the universe and if it shapes one mind then that would be a beautiful blessing I think it's I've got to say personal experience because you you gave me a, a proof yes to, to read through yes. with, with my oldest son the chairman and uh, <laughs> and it was it was intensely moving like reading it with him you know I actually I actually had a couple of moments where I had to wipe away the tears because reading reading this book with with your child it's, it's quite it's quite deep <laughs> that's you amazing know, to hear you say that you, you, re- you really get, get get down to the business in it <laughs> I mean like you, you kind of cover you cover topics such as who are we where do we come from why are we here friendship why do bad things happen happiness 
morality, destiny, love, and philosophy. But yeah, it's know, done just in, the light stuff. <laughs> but it's done in such a beautiful way. Would, would you mind reading a chapter? Uh, yeah, yeah, why okay? not? Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Why I'm not? going to play you an ambient bop tune called "Odd Meaning." Maybe that's appropriate. <laughs> um, so, just to uh, set it up ever so slightly, uh, the book is called "The Bird and the Elephant." Um, the concept is a conversation between a bird and an elephant. Uh, a bird lands on an elephant's back, and I saw a photo of a of a bird and an elephant just just randomly. Really beautiful picture, you know, yeah. African setting. And, and my mind, you know, being a not being a musician or being a creative, you, you think a little bit strangely. And I thought, I wonder what they would talk about. You know, the bird is wow. The, the sky, the bird owns the sky. The elephant owns the land. You know, would they see eye to eye? Would they have differences in opinion? Would they share a common bond just because they're animals, or would they be? You know, so this turned into the bird and the elephant, where they talk, and the elephant is the wise one in this scenario, and the bird is a little hot-headed immature let's say and hasn't quite figured out stuff and yeah it goes through 10 conversations as they walk and the topics that you mentioned are the conversations that they go through and it's all written in rhyme um because you know rhyme is something i'm allegedly uh, good at so and i've dedicated a lot of time to rhyme so absolutely yeah so cho choose us a chapter okay so i think we'll do happiness <laughs> you know, it's a Monday. <laughs> Let's that's, that's that's good. I like that. <laughs> Let's stay happy. So this is uh, discussion number six, and it's called happiness. Let's see how this goes. So the path in life that happiness brings is not from buying things and things, and things and things, more things and things. If you've only eight fingers, why have twenty rings? It's hard to live when some compete about who's got the best pair of shoes on their feet. But you don't wear shoes, the bird declared. I know, it's the point that I'm trying to share. A happy mind thinks happy thoughts. It sounds simple, but the truth I've actually caught, exactly how happy I want me to be, is completely and utterly just up to me. But what if you slip and step on your trunk? You wouldn't be happy, I bet for a month. It might hurt a little, I might scream and wail, but then I'd be happy I didn't step on my tail. But what if a monkey up in a tree started throwing coconuts and hit you with three? Then I would shout and tell him to stop, but I'd be happy he's such a magnificent shot. I see what you're doing. You're twisting my words. This isn't gonna work. It's simply absurd, but it can and it does for happiness is inside you, not behind you. So find it and live. Peace can be found if you no longer shout. Stress can be less if you just let it out. Anger's not anger, it's good thoughts gone bad. So erase all those thoughts and you're no longer sad. A billion bananas will never be enough if I can't be happy with one. A billion smiles I can give to the world if I just decide to be fun. That is absolutely wicked. Thank you. I noticed your phone ringing in the middle of that, by the way. <laughs> that was my mum. <laughs> it's okay, it was real. It was a real moment. Yeah, it was. Might have been audible, I don't know. Anyway, but that that was beautiful, man. That was absolutely beautiful. Thank you. This is one of the discussions. Um, happiness, you know, like I said, I've written this for children. The um, the age, depending on the child and the interest, six to nine, five to eight. You know, when they're in that phase of, of just wondering a little bit more of how the world works. And I feel, you know, I feel 
I feel quite bad for the kids. They've, they've got a lot of wonderful opportunities for them with the internet, but they've also got a lot of negativity they're exposed to. And to remain pure and happy and humble is, is becoming harder and harder, I think. Yeah, they, they're coming into a world, a world that's so much more complicated than the world that we, we came into mm. at their age. But your, your book, crucially, it's for young minds. Yeah. And I got as much out of it, probably even more than my son in many ways reading it and um i i I would advise anyone to get hold of this book and read it it's it's an absolutely brilliant read um you can get it on amazon you can get it on the hospital shop it's on the hospital shop and i'm that's really great i'm glad that you guys are stocking it um it's um it has some illustrations in it now. They're done by a really good friend of mine, Jonathan Duck. So I want to say shout out to him. He did a lovely job. All yeah, in. beautiful hand-drawn illustrations. Hand-drawn, yeah. black and white, really natural. That was the look I'm going for. You know, it's a short book. You know, the the, the, the passage I just read are the average length of the discussion. So I didn't want it to be overwhelming or, you know, a manual. I just want it to, you can walk away and you can think a little bit. And And I have had great feedback from parents or adults saying, you know, I enjoyed reading it as well. You know, I, I just kind of humbly saying that the world of kind of dr zeus where you can enjoy that at any age you yeah. know and yeah, 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 if yeah. i could be any even one percent as 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 great as that then i'd be very happy you know wicked well i'm gonna gonna get the secretary general to do it as his next school reading project so that he can take it into school and try and infiltrate the the kind of organization within his school brilliant let's maybe, do it maybe they'll order it for the library <laughs> great one copy is a sale <laughs> Okay, one of the beautiful things about uh, starting 2018 for us here at Hospital Towers has been sick music, 2018. Which, to be honest, it's it's been so successful, it's blown us away. From that album, I haven't played this yet. In the early morning it's a brand new take on Just One Second. Remixed by Might Kiss. Everything becomes so clear. Everything becomes so clear. And this song, if you do listen to the lyrics, they are all about crystallizing one moment in your life. goes out to Rob Apex rest in peace who obviously did the ultimate remix of Just One Second and I don't want to give too much away yet but we've got something coming in the coming months from Rob Apex very very positive and filled with love and when it finally came it wasn't round for long 
just going to squeeze a few shouts in now. There's a shout in from Sarah Rexon who says, Hi, I just wanted to say that after all these years, since high school in South Africa in 2005, 13 years, I'm still listening and still loving the show. Thank you, Sarah. Now, there's been a lot of talk in the media over the, the past months about uh, sexual harassment in the entertainment industry. And I'm very glad to be able to let you know that there is a support line dedicated. Uh, people can call this if they're affected by sexual harassment within the electronic music industry. It's run by Health Assured. It's a safe and supportive environment for anybody who's been affected and needs guidance and support. Whether you're male, whether you're female, it doesn't matter, you can call it. The number is 0800 030 5182. Outside the UK, it's plus 44 800 030 5182. Trained experts will be on the line and will listen and offer their support to you. The service has been funded initially through contributions from DJ Magazine and, and some members of AFEM, A-F-E-M. It's an association of electronic music. So this is something that obviously we hope isn't happening within our industry, but inevitably sometimes, unfortunately, it does. If you're affected by that, do call that number, 0800 030 5182. Massive shout to DJ Mad for getting behind it. Okay, we're keeping it sick. We're keeping it sick music 2018. We're talking serum, voltage and injure. Now tell your whole voice to be patient. I hope the spot it ain't vacant. I do the do when I mash the ting and I take the grief for your blatant. It's not my fault, it's all faded. I take the blame, it's all hatred. I blame the game, it's all... It's the gun finger, bam, VIP. And I'm a defender of the evil. I'll take them out and I'll try them out with another app for my people. I'll be that marks man for my people. Don't come with the bill like a sequel. Ain't no pet school, but I'm dead cool. And I'll scoop on the top of my sleeve. Saying you can't test my fat. You can't test my gap.
track gives you, if I tell you how it came about, it gives you a little insight into how we work when we're putting together our albums. So Gunfinger had already come out on Serum's uh, suit up label. But they appeared on Facebook or Instagram or something, just like a freestyle by Inja, freestyling over this. And me, me, and, me and Chris Goss listened to it and we were like, that is, that is, we should try and kind of formalise that and make, make that into an actual record, a version that, that we can put on sick music. Because we love putting versions of things on sick music. So, uh, yeah, everyone was up for it. And um, once people got their heads around what that kind of meant, then uh, Inja went in the studio. And we came up with this. So it worked. Goes down an absolute treat. Shout to Serums, shout to Voltage, shout to Gareth Inja. Something new from Artificial Intelligence right now. Shout out to Glenn AI. This is the Scar remix of Take Me There. Features Steo. Soon coming on Metalheads. Shouts out to Goldie and to TC. Loving the tunes coming out at the moment with real drums. Where you know that the producer really loves drums, like really kind of like is in love with the process of building drum tracks and working with drum edits. It's not just a loop from a sample pack, it's much more than that. Loris 
Oh, the surname. Okay, I think it's Bachert. Loris Bachert says, Hello, Mr. Coleman. I guess you get tons and tons of messages like these, but I just have to send you this. I was in Heidelberg on Saturday and I saw your whole set filled up with sick music. I'm going to drum and bass parties for like six years now since I'm allowed to, and I have never ever seen someone enjoying it as much as you do. It was a real pleasure to see you smile and having fun for the whole one and a half hours straight. Keep up being like that and keep delivering sick music and love to the people. Best wishes from Germany. That was a party, wasn't it? It was a very good party. It yeah. was. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. It kind yeah. of it slightly dented my dry January. I have to be completely honest about it. <laughs> you were near the end. It You'd was, a, li- it was a little it. kind of notch, yeah. you know, a little wet notch. Yeah. Shout to uh, Christoph and Torsten. Yeah. Big time. Uh, it, was, it was amazing. And I noticed you had a, a nice selection of kind of Rieslings and uh, no, I did. I, they, some they, good local wines. They brought me two Rieslings from Fouts. So that was the uh, the fuel of choice for that evening. Nice. <laughs> nice. So it certainly went down a tree. <laughs> so uh, obviously, what, that wine is an in- interest of yours. Yeah, I love wine. I like wine. Tell me about it. I have... Uh, I've been into wine for a long time. I've been into alcohol from, from you know, <laughs> from when <laughs> I could walk. Basically. It's drum and bass, baby. <laughs> so that's no, uh, that's no secret. But wine, I'm very interested in the whole vinification of the viticulture. So I, uh, I did my WSET exams. Uh, yo, yo, what? Who? Uh, the what? Wine, Who? wine Spirit and Education Trust. Whoa. So if you want to be in the industry, you have to take these. There's a CMS, the Court of Master Sommeliers, and WSET. Those are the two paths you take for that that route that sounds uh, serious how long did it take you to study for that uh, well there's level one you can do in a day that was easy okay. level two it took a week and level three was was a six week six week right. course um, one day a week a lot of studying there's still maps all over my wall you have to learn all the appellations and from California to Austria to Germany France and, Italy and how do you Australia. how do you link those locations with, with, with the taste and smell of wine. Um, well, first of all, you go for the varietal. That, that's the first okay. thing you're looking for. You know, is it a Sauvignon Blanc? Is it a Chardonnay? Is it a Cab Sauv? Uh, you know, if it's a Sauvignon Blanc, is it a bit more tropical? If it's tropical, then you're talking about New World. So you're going New Zealand. Or is it a bit more uh, what they call, um, I've forgotten the word now, a bit more with minerality, a little bit more grassy, then you're going to Sancerre, you're going to France. So you can you can instantly start to divide up where you think it might have come from. But that's only if you're doing blind tasting. That isn't you know, necessary unless you're really trying to uh, impress a, a room full of strangers. <laughs> Hopefully not professionals, just strangers. Because I, I, I do love wine and I think I can tell the difference between good wine and bad wine, but that's where it ends for me. I, I don't have that kind of mental map, that picture in my mind that you have. That you must be like doing the knowledge if yeah. you're a black cab driver. Yeah, you're I mean, absolutely right. You, you, you can only build that and you just have to keep tasting and tasting. And, you know, yes, loosely there is good wine and bad wine because wine may have too much sulfur or too much acid. But a good wine and a bad wine really depends on what, what your personal palate is. If a wine is good, if you like it, you may love a wine I don't like, I may love a wine you don't like. So, you know, it's all subjective. But there are some sensational wines that just have that balance that you can really get into. I was... Um I was on tour in New Zealand, end of November, beginning of December, and had about five days in Wellington, uh, which is very close to the Marlborough region. Yeah, absolutely. North tip uh, of the Southern Island. Did have some amazing Sauvignon Blancs there. It was... 
they're it's famous. Pretty special. They're famous for it. I mean, they're, they're Marlboro Sauvignon Blancs worldwide. You get you get really good Pinot Noirs from Martinborough. Uh, you get Cab Sauv from uh, Hawke's Bay. They got Kimbers Gravels, a very type of big stone, similar to what they have in Southern Rhone. Yeah, that's enough to pack. Ah. So very it's interesting like drainage of the drainage. of the vine and yeah, absolutely ah. allowing a deep, deep root filtration and chalk and this sand. It's very different. Phylloxera. There's a lot you can go. It gets quite nerdy. So you actually go into the the agriculture, the, the soil, the kind of like yeah, the terroir is, is incredibly important. You know, that's that's where a lot of the uh, the flavours of the grape are drawn up from. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And uh, the health of the grind, uh, the vines and the grapes, because it's waterlogged. That's not good. If it's too soggy, they fill with too much water. Then you've got climate. Then you've got altitude. You know, is, is it too hot? Is it too cold? Is it too high? Is it too windy? Do you have pests? Are they? You know, there's so there's so much. It, that's that's what I like about it. It's like music. You know, there's so many things that go into a track or can go into a track, and there's yeah. so many things that go into a bottle of wine. The person has, has grafted for years and made albums that, that flopped. You know, made bottles of wines that people didn't appreciate. And yes. just always searching for that perfect tune, that perfect bottle, that mix, that grape, that vintage. You know, this, what was a good year, what was a bad year, the perfect weather. It's very similar to, to music. So that's why I think I gravitate to it. Just just keeping on that kind of like um, comparison, mm. would you say that now is a really good time for independent wine growers compared to, say, 10 or 20 years ago? I, I think the public are now aware they're into natural wines, they're into orange wines, they're into biodynamic wines, they're into pet nat wines. So, you know, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want to call it, people have more access to information and, you know, no one's ordering blue nuns anymore and things like yeah. that, you know. So, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, it's expensive and it's hard. So, even if you're an independent grower, I mean, grower champagnes, there's a place called Bubble Dogs where they only do grower champagnes. And grower means they only sell champagne by somebody who's grown the grapes and made the champagne from the grapes they've grown. Because yeah. a lot of these these big, they just buy grapes from, from other places and make the wine there. They don't grow any grapes whatsoever. So that's the equivalent of the majors that you're yeah. talking about, yeah, like the yeah. major labels. Yeah, kind exactly. Of like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. basically do it by the kind of like container load or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly that. Big mass-producing places in... Uh, Central Australia, Murray Darling, and these places. But shout to the club, club. I've been doing sommelier uh, work at a rest- Michelin star restaurant in London. Oh, nice! And they've been um, they've been teaching me a lot because um, you can learn a lot from books, but you have to be on the floor. So working with customers. What's the name of the restaurant again? It's called the Club Club. Okay. Yeah. Shout to Daniel. Shout to Isaac, uh, Alex, Guy, D, everyone down there who uh, who has been helping me to uh, perfect the craft of a sommelier. So MC author sommelier. <laughs> I do need to come down just just to kind of just to experience you. I would love you to talking the talk about wine. I would love you to do a seven course wine tasting menu. So every Whoa. every dish has a, a different wine with it. So Whoa. you present the wine and you and it's really interesting because some people are really into it. Like you like yourself, you would be really keen to know about yeah, the yeah, 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 the area. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. some people just want to they're on a date and they're really trying to schmooze this this lady <laughs> that they're paying you know and they're worried to quid shut for. Up. Yeah, uh, but you, you you learn to read that pretty quickly. So yeah, 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 yeah. You kind of okay. You, you need a summary you don't need an in-depth <laughs> I love a good geek out I mean like I, I, I subscribe to New Scientist I really okay. really enjoy the science behind absolutely everything in our lives you know so uh, yeah I'll just sit there and kind of like talk Great. biology yeah. whilst enjoying whilst enjoying fine wines wine. and yeah. slowly getting lifted sounds fantastic brilliant <laughs> This is brand new music by T.I. on Critical. It's called Rotations. 
this is one one of the really good things about about a podcast like this is that we we can listen to amazing new drum and bass music and and talk about the root structure of of grapevines. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's all connected. So we go on a journey, talk about philosophy. Now we're talking about the soil, the water, you know, the stuff that we love to drink, how it comes around. This is all the, we're just being nurtured, you know, for the soul. The soul needs to be nurtured. So if it's music, if it's food, if it's wine, it's all good for humanity. Absolutely. This is Fluidity. It's called Move On. Forthcoming on Metalheads. Heads on fire at the moment. world that is called Goa, India. A couple of friends and I tried to throw numerous drum and bass parties, but they all ended up with just four of us dancing away to such amazing amazing music. The last party, the pub owner asked me to play this back it <laughs> but too bad. I didn't have the drum and bass remix to hand. Uh, lots of love to the hospital family and to all the drum and bass heads in India and beyond. Rohit, aka Sepoys. Where did you say you're playing in India? Nice. Uh, I'm playing in a place called Pune, which is uh, a two-hour drive south of Mumbai. So very so much north of Goa. So it's north of Goa? Yeah. But sort of between Mumbai and Goa. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, essence, yeah. yeah. In essence, yeah, in essence. Rohit. I hope you hear this before <laughs> the weekend, mate. <laughs> it's Friday today when this comes out. So uh, get on, ready. It's on all weekend. I mean, uh, hopefully there's some... Uh, 100% DMB guys there, but we'll definitely drop some DMB. Wicked. Yeah, for sure. Cameron Faust says, I just want to reach out and thank you personally for being a prolific source of general good feelings and, of course, amazing music. After listening to the podcast for about a year, it's now something I consistently look forward to on Friday mornings here in Washington State, USA. I honestly can't think of many better ways to start a day than listening to you share your good vibes and the music we're all so passionate about. Thanks for being an important source of light in this occasionally dark world. P.S. My fiancé and I are thinking about making hospitality on the beach part of our honeymoon. Yes! Excellent shout. One big thing that will help us make a decision is seeing a lineup. Well, 
the lineup is now out there in the public. So, uh, so hopefully, Faust, my friend, you will have decided. I really, really hope you can come. And if it's part of your honeymoon, it'll be even more amazing. So, if you do come on your honeymoon, get hold of me. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be doing walkabout a lot. So, just grab me, and I can give you both a, a hug and congratulate you. And uh, if you don't come, congratulations anyway on your forthcoming marriage and thank you for your shout love that lovely very nice maybe we can get uh, get some more honeymooners we could do like a honeymoon stage (laughs) make it it a thing (laughs) 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 who's honeymooning on the beach with hospitality hospitality honeymoons like it yes 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 okay that's a new little kind of like little holiday subgenre hospitality honeymoon Coming by Bob. Untitled pattern number 55. Now you can tell how much work Alex Bob has spent on, on this series of releases because... He wouldn't let us hear Untitled Pattern 1 to 47. <laughs> he just wouldn't let us hear them. I want to hear them. He wouldn't let us hear them. So they kind of started in the late 40s, early 50s. You see, that's called quality control. Jessica Levi says, Hi Tony, I hope this is the right avenue. Yes, it is the right avenue. Please, please, please give a shout out to the mighty Tom Dinnage who turns 30 on the 15th of February. He's a huge Hospital Records fan and I know he listens to every podcast. So happy birthday, Tom. You are our fave for a rave from Jess and Chris. Yes, Jessica, thank you for that. Tom, happy birthday, mate. And a shout in from Pete Mack as well, who, uh, Pete Mack is, is a quite amazing person. He used to promote drum and bass events in Sydney. He now lives in Brisbane. He works in the airline industry. And uh, he's, you, you'll appreciate this, Dom. So um, the tour in Australia and New Zealand was delivered. A delivered tour means that... Ouch. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. It means that you pay for the flights, okay? So, so you have to try and kind of like deal with the budget and eke out enough money for flights that leaves you with 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 some money to spend on Sauvignon Blanc, you know. Exactly. Um, 
and uh, Pete, Pete is a bit of a don. I'm not going to give you his, his email address to the public because you'll be hassling him. Uh, but he, he's an absolute don, and um, he works deep, deep, deep within the airline industry. And um, suffice to say, he sorted me a package of flights that almost within two weeks got me my gold card on BA. Sweet. Pretty amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So, Pete... He wants a shout out to his son Alec, uh, who has been insisting on rinsing out the London Electricity Big Band live album. So yes, Alec, this is a massive shout to you. Big up to you and your dad. May you follow in his footsteps for the sake of all drum and bass DJs worldwide. Uh, have a, a great weekend. Yeah, shout out to Pete. He looked after us when we did that. We did a mini tour of, uh, of uh, Oz, you and I. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah. shout out to Pete. I haven't yeah, seen him for really years. Really good times. Yeah, get get my book for your son, Pete. There you go. Really good times. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Coming another cut from the professor. Now you're getting inside Bob's head, you understand where he's coming from. Minimal techno meets drum and bass. This is untitled pattern number 54. A very different uh, kind of flavour and vintage to 55, I think. Yeah, it was a lot hotter this year, you can tell already. Absolutely. If you're, if you're at work listening to this podcast, if you're on the bus or on the train, I, I guarantee that your hands are starting to make squares right now. You just can't stop it, can you, with a tune like this? Just tell your boss that you're kind of you're doing a little workout for the, for the computer keyboard or something. gonna say it's one of those tunes that feels really fast but it's actually not yeah it's got that magic about it yeah to us it's not to yeah. us it's like a normal tempo yeah it's quite hard to make a, a four to the floor work at drum and bass tempo yeah but it, it already sounds like it should be do you know what i mean yeah you gotta play this out 
This is club music. This is the major thing. The whole EP, it sounds intellectual. It's a, it's a series of studies of minimal techno. Ooh, that's a bit scary, you know. But actually, you can play it all out, and it's the most dance floor music that Bob's ever made. Actually, there's a, there's a champagne producer called uh, Jacquesson who, instead of having vintages, he also numbers his his releases. So his latest release is just called 740, which I quite like. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, was, I was actually in the mix then, believe it or not. I know, it's all right, I can see. Don't worry. right now actually. It's funny isn't it? Got that feeling. That's right. Matt and I are on remix duties for Dexel. The track's called Without You. It's on Spearhead. Shout out to Steve BC. Spearhead are one of many record labels or drum and bass events collectives who are joining us for hospitality on the beach. The first wave of uh, pre-sale tickets have long gone. I think we're on to like second or third tier already. There's only 3,000 tickets altogether. They are flying. Went on sale last Thursday. It's a five-day holiday the beautiful garden resort in Tisno. So the stage hosts, I'm not going to go through the whole lineup, go to hospitalitydnb.com uh, to have a look at the, the full lineup because it will take you about five hours to read it out. But the stage hosts are as followed. Hospitality DMB, of course, Critical Music, Med School versus Blue Martin Music, Spearhead Records, Sun and Bass, Jungle Jam versus Shack Out, the Blast, Run, High T Music, and Contrast versus Diversity Bass. It's not bad, is That'll it? That'll do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Now, if you're very quick on the uptake and you have downloaded this podcast today, Friday, then 
you're in for a treat because tonight Fredbean Graphics are playing London with their live show at the Scala and they have now got their very own live drummer as well tomorrow they're playing in Bristol get involved it's not something that you can see very often Fredbean Graphics live and it's, it's a very different show it's quite remarkable in many ways Fred V is a fantastic frontman out there with the mic fronting it's amazing <laughs> Fred's cool man he's really really got it shout from Tom G he says hello Tony I'd like a shout out to all hobby producers who release electronic music just on their own these enthusiasts are the true backbone of the music scene creating wonderful tunes without a big audience I totally agree Tom and that that includes me because I I do feel that music is my hobby it also happens to be my profession but first and foremost it's something I do because I love I think that goes for everyone who's any good actually at music basically means that even if no one bought your music you'd still be making it because you love making it and we're coming to the end of the podcast Dominic thank you so much for um for sharing the inner workings of your mind oh thank you for having me I appreciate it thank you for having the bird and the elephant in the hospital shop it's uh it, it's brilliant to have to have such a, a a beautiful piece of work written by a drum and bass MC I mean it's 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 part of the whole picture of what we do yeah absolutely so shout out to so thank you for bringing that in to the scene you know it's amazing oh thank you so much big up hospitality everyone listening everyone in tune shout out to everybody I work with shout out to my fiance uh, friends and family it's all love music first and we're going to finish with a new track coming out on Solvent by Monica. This is called Double Down. 